This is Bookmarked and Busy, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Welcome to Bookmarked and Busy, the podcast where I, a fanfic reader, talk to some really cool people in the fanfic community, from writers to artists and everyone in between. I am here to be the middleman to get all the deets on your favorite content on AO3 and beyond. With that being said, uh, please remember this is an 18 plus podcast, so check the show notes for content warnings, sugar warnings, um, and if I've missed anything, feel free to reach out and we'll get those added. My name is Ren, as you already know. Um, welcome back if you're returning listener and welcome if you're new um i am joined this week by a reader of fan fiction so these are always fun conversations for me to have too because i'm primarily a reader as you guys know so it's really cool to bond with other readers um and this week uh, i have loki on uh thank you for joining how are you yeah yeah really good thanks (laughs) um so let's go ahead and kind of dive in like because honestly there's so much we can talk about as people who read um but i usually like to start off by asking everybody how they got into fan fiction so what got you into into reading and and where what are your fandoms and what do you like to read sure i think like lots of other fanfic readers i was pretty disappointed with the ending of the rise of skywalker uh and i thought there has to just be like there has to be something better out there than that uh and so i started getting into a bit of the star wars fandom on um on twitter because i'd been wholly and solely in the uh loki sort of uh, Marvel fandom, and this is like five years ago, mm-hmm. uh, so well before even the Loki shows came out recently and and that's, you know, that's got its own fandom now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I was pretty disappointed with Tross and I sort of yeah, started to reach out on Twitter and found this awesome community of Raylos as though I'd known. <laughs> like I had no idea, like, what that even meant. Mm-hmm. when I first started in this uh, fandom. And I guess it was through that that I started quite solely on Twitter fix. So uh, reading, you know, stories on Twitter was how I really got into it. And there's been a couple of really prolific Twitter writers, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter fiction writers, and I've got really into that to the point where I have uh, curated uh rec lists and all sorts of different things for people around sort of those those Twitter stories. And then, yeah, I guess I met some, uh, well, you know, as, as you're getting through Twitter, you see these recommendations for stories and, you know, I clicked on what is this AO3 business? I don't know what this <laughs> is. And, and wow, <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious me. It's just gigantic. Yeah. So that's yeah. So that's how I got into it. Yeah i I wish that I had sort of known more about Twitter Fix before I got on Ao3 because I didn't know about Twitter Fix until I switched over to being a primarily um, fanfic based uh, Twitter account. So once yeah. I once I saw that, I was like, I just missed out on a whole world of like a probably amazing good fix to go along with Ao3. Yes. You know. <laughs> that's so now exactly I, right yeah. yeah so i'd always kept my twitter 
really separate. So mm-hmm. my Twitter has always been my fandom. I don't do any fandom on my Facebook because my friends and family think I'm weird because, you know, like I come from rural Australia. We live on a farm. Uh, all my friends are rural. It's not this sort of like my husband won't even watch Star Wars or Harry Potter. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just not his thing. Like it's just not a thing here. You have to be a like so it's really hard to connect with other people that are interested in the same fandoms as you. And so, um, yeah, so I keep them very separate. So, yeah, I was a bit like you, you know, you keep that quite separate and then you stumble on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, um, when you, obviously, cause you, you talked about not liking trust, like, yeah, everyone, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't <laughs> really know anyone who did. And if you did and you're like, and you're out there, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I liked um, it as a story. Yeah. I liked it as a story, like as a Star Wars story. I just think that Ray and Ben deserved better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, were you reading uh, a lot of uh, fix it fix for like in universe stuff, or did you decide that you wanted to just stick to AUs and kind of find your happiness that way? <laughs> uh, that's a really interesting question because uh, I started reading definitely fix it fix, mm-hmm. um, uh, but then I quickly realized that I don't understand the canon well enough. Gotcha. To really get the the nuances. Like there are some authors out there that really bring the nuance associated with canon into the fore. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't quite getting that subtlety. And so I moved on relatively quickly to AUs. Yeah. What are some of your favorite AUs to to read? Oh gosh. Hang <laughs> on, let me open my notebook. <laughs> Because I don't even know where to start. Um, So I guess the thing that sucked me in quite early on was that you've got male trope. So like that, um, what do they call it? Like, uh, yeah, anyway, like that whole thing where they don't know who the other person is and and that sort of stuff really sucked me in to start with. And my favourite fic of all time is actually one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then soulmates, I really got into soulmates and I, that sort of like, well, that's it. You're together, whether you like it or not. Sort of <laughs> right. Thing. Um, yeah. And then I think, uh, the things that sort of like those really float my boat still, but the things that I've sort of also really quite enjoy are historical ones, anything mm-hmm. from like Bridgerton right back to, I've read some great Viking stories and. And, you know, we all went through that medieval sort of phase when Last Jewel came out. And, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then also I quite, I'm quite keen on sporting AUs. Okay. Especially, oh God, the Olympics nearly killed me. Um, and there's been <laughs> some really good ones of those as well. So, yeah, so they're, they're sort of my four fave, I guess, tropes, yeah. That's um, – it's funny that you bring that up because I – I love when something happens in the world and people are inspired to write fix So yeah, like the Olympics when whenever yeah. that rolls around, you know, we get the influx of sports related AUs. Um, mm-hmm. Some of my favorites are like, I love, even though I don't celebrate Christmas, I love Christmas, the holiday <laughs> fix that come out. Cause they're just, they're so like hallmarky and I, and I love 
to read that. <laughs> um, and, and then, like, obviously, whenever Adam is out in the wild, there's, you know, <laughs> Adam in the world. Yes. AUs. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly uh, so right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I think um, when you talk about holiday fix, I actually struggle with those a bit because obviously, like, <laughs> you know, it's like 40 degrees, like, right, right here at Christmas. Like, it's like the snow, I just can't relate to it so much. Uh-huh. Um, so, but I do like to tend to sort of read those uh, like I sort of swap them around a bit I read those as sort of a Christmas and July fic and gotcha. then Christmas and July fix. I sort of read those as my Christmas but I do love like you said that just sort of when something happens out in the world and people pick that up and mm-hmm. and really roll with that I think that's and, and that a lot of Twitter fix are like that yeah look oh look this happened quick I just have got this feeling and and, and like the same with prompts or, or spirit mm-hmm. week, which we're having at the moment or yeah. there are some great ones out there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you primarily, um, do you primarily read um, your fix on Twitter or do you, you know, venture and peruse AO3 as well? Oh, no, AO3. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. So these days, mostly AO3. Um, I've got, uh, so we're going, oh. This is a great, a gross generalization, mm-hmm. but we're going through a bit of a stage at the moment with Twitter fix where people aren't finishing them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, for anybody who knows me, I do not read whips. I gotcha. Don't like I, <laughs> they just depress me. So, <laughs> and look, Lord, the world's depressing enough as it is. So, um, yeah. So. Like so, we're going through a bit of space. So I've, I've lost a bit of a, a bit of oomph behind my reading Twitter fix at the moment. But yeah, um, there's a few going on now that I th- like are from authors that are known to finish them. So I'm like, okay, well maybe I can get back on board with this, that sort of stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I I'm one of those people that get sucked in by a good first chapter, a good one out of question mark. So I kind of bite the bullet. <laughs> And I'll read it and I'm like, God oh, damn it, I guess I'm here. Oh, and so, like, uh, I have, and I feel like I've mentioned this before, I I use um, my history on AO3 as like all the fics that I'm reading. And then as I finish them, I bookmark them. Mm, and so right now I have 11 pages of history that go all the way back to August 2021. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to be really good about like <laughs> going back and like deleting the ones what in whatever month that we're in. So I need to go in and delete all the ones from August last year <laughs> that haven't so organized. I know it's well, I mean, they keep it organized for you in terms of like last time it was read. Um but yeah, no, like I mean, eleven pages of a fix, and only usually only the first pa- first two pages are the ones of fix that get updated. But I have hope. Mm. I want. I like. I ha- I hold out hope because every once in a while I'll scroll through, and then there's been an update from someone that hasn't updated since like you know a year, <laughs> and I'm like, oh well, yay! <laughs> and um, it's funny because I read a, a tweet the other day where someone said exactly that that a fix. A supernatural fic had been updated from 2016. <laughs> and I'm like, there's hope for us all. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny, and like on the off chance, like I I 
saw one that I that sounded really interesting that I had read and only to find out that it's because they updated after not updating for a year and I was like oh no so now I'm like <laughs> I went I went back and read all the chapters to catch up on the one that they updated like this year and I'm just like yeah. please don't give up again <laughs> so like yeah. that's always that's always a struggle I wish I had the restraint to like not read whips but oh man, I, I get, just did that subscribe button in. for me yeah so I reckon <laughs> I would get anywhere from 10 to 20 emails from AO3 a day okay um and literally it's uh delete 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 until it's on the last chapter mm-hmm. and then I open it mark to read and then delete the email but yeah I just <sighs> my heart has been broken <laughs> yeah <times. laughs> yeah so um <laughs> Yeah, it's always so, sad when you when you're scrolling through and you see that something got deleted and you don't even know which one it was because oh you know God, I know <laughs> I I love and I appreciate every um, writer out there for sure um, absolutely um, you guys you guys do such hard work and and there's always a myriad of reasons as to why people like abandon oh yeah like, um, <laughs> like I always hope that they've been deleted or come off AO3 because they're publishing. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's, you know, why I, I like, you know, as you would know, there's sometimes, you know, discord on Twitter about various things and aspects and bloody crap. Like I try to stay right out of all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And people take down fix and things like that. But my hope is, is that the, the reason why people take fix down is because they're they're making original fiction. So, yeah. yeah, my aim for everybody because, oh my god, we are so blessed, so 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 blessed. There are so many great great writers out there. Um, it just blows me away every day that to think that I can have I don't even know like I would I've got a hundred unread on my Kindle at the moment, um, that I can have a hundred free stories on my Kindle. Like, yeah. yeah are you an avid yeah. reader of um uh so i don't know the name for it but i heard mm-hmm. that um the kindle situation has really good romance fix uh fix <laughs> has good romance <laughs> books available are you an avid reader of like the kindle romance uh stuff so okay so I never read romance before I started on AO3 never it was just I read lots and lots of science fiction fantasy I have every single story of like every single single book of Terry Pratchett for example um I read lots and lots of that I've read all the Harry Potters I've read all the associated Harry Potters like Mm -hmm. lots of it and McCaffrey millions but Never, ever did I read romance until I started on AO3. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe they do. <laughs> but, I, like, I'm like, why buy a book? Like, just oh, apart from my little Raylo shelf. Mm-hmm. So every okay, time. Okay, so you're reading the published works. Yes. So every time okay. a Raylo publishes, yeah. I buy a copy and it sits on my Raylo shelf. I love that. I'm so yeah. I've Next started as Solo. well. <laughs> I've started as well. I only own three so far. Um, mm. I have obviously the Love Hypothesis, which is still in my TBR. 
as well as uh i know i'm really late to the love hypothesis game yeah. i yeah. <laughs> i have not started it um and then i haven't started go hex yourself either um but i did read uh for love and bylines which was really cute yes. um and i have a whole bunch of other ones that i need to buy uh, but yes. what's been what's been your what's what's some of your favorite um published ones that you have uh, so really at the moment, I only have Go Hex Yourself, Love mm -hmm. Hypothesis and Love on the Brain because it's really quite okay. hard to get Raylo published books in Australia. Oh, okay. So, for example, I can't get any of Sarah. I've forgotten her last name. There's a heap I can't get. Oh, I go, okay. And um, Kirsten's um, We'd Know By Then, I can't get that. Interesting. Um, so I have to do like an international post and I'm just sort of going, yeah, like I'm sort of getting to the point now where I realise that actually I'm just going to have to buy it online from Barnes and Noble or whatever to get a hard copy of it. Yeah. Um, because we'd know by then is the, is the original version of one called, I think it's called Colour Blind or something to do with colour. Oh, and it was one of yeah. the... Um, it was one of the very first Raylos I ever read. Okay. And I just, my God, I just, that's what sort of, and that in terms of like AUs, that was what really threw me, oh, my God, there's this whole other world. And and in this particular story, it's almost soulmate-y because you see colour once you've met your soulmate and this sort of stuff, and it was just wonderful. So, and I like I've been chatting to Kirsten and, and stuff about her, books her book mm -hmm. going god i want this so bad but i just can't get it in australia so yeah so that's another challenge so i have a long gotcha. list i just can't buy them yet okay i one of my um one of my favorite ones that got published was soul searching and i need to mm. i need to buy a copy of that because um that that fic was so heartbreaking <laughs> and yeah. i loved i loved every second of reading that one and then when i realized that it was available to like buy a hard copy i got so excited because it was like mm -hmm. that was one of the early on ones where I, I i showed my friend i was like oh my god you have to read this you have to read the story and it's one of her favorite ones too um yes. and so i and i know that i'm i know that there's a bunch that i don't know are Raylo novels out there so like mm. i had been trying to find like a master list that someone might be keeping updated <laughs> like there yeah there. there is there oh, is a master okay. list out there um uh it's actually it's it's not by a, a Raylo fan uh it's oh is it that nasty good. one <laughs> yes yeah but that's really yeah, good yeah. <laughs> like i was like geez thanks you've got some that i've missed but, yeah. um, I mean, the other ones that I know of are Bear With Me Now by Katie Shepard. Um, okay. What else is there? Like I'm just I'm in my Kindle store because they're all there. Well, Sarah Wilson, of course, Seat Filler. She was a Raylo. Uh, there's Soul Searching there for Love and Bylines is there. So, um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a few out there as well and there's that list. And I think I, think I might have even pinned it on my Twitter yeah. So, um, because, um, oh God, here comes my cat. Um, <laughs> oh, disasters. Anyway, so, yeah, so I like, 
I really, and so on my shelf as well, I have the Star Wars Kylo Ren comic. Okay. I have um, the two Laura Olympus books. Um, and then I have my Star Wars pops. So, because I just like, I've got Ray and Ben Solo and Kylo Ren and, and my, my, my son loves Emperor Palpatine. Okay. <laughs> okay um and so he's put a little figurine of emperor palpatine on my shelf as well oh um do do does anyone in in your family or like your friends do they any read oh my god sorry do they read fan fiction (laughs) as well or no uh no so i tried to um in (laughs) so i had a girly weekend with my mm-hmm. like three of my long, long, long-term girlfriends recently, and I tried to uh, show one AO3. She was like a bit, oh, okay, but the others, you, you know, romance or even uh, even this style of fiction is sort of outside of their sphere. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's really, yeah, like I said, it's not a, a not a common thing, especially in rural Australia so for example in my family really it's only my 10 year old son and I that watch Star Wars but they don't like Harry Potter it's just not a a common thing to enjoy um science fiction so yeah okay um Hmm. yeah I think I I I mean openly I I only know one like my closest friend who reads it sometimes um I'm pretty sure I have other friends that do. They just don't talk about it, <laughs> at least as much as I do, because I obviously yeah. have, a, have a podcast, so I talk about it all the time. Um, um, so back backtracking to Marvel and your, yes. you know, that was that technically your, uh, I don't want to say like starter fandom, but I guess that's kind of what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. Were, it was my fan. starter fandom. Did you read yes. fan fiction from that as well or no? No, look, and I haven't. Okay. I haven't ventured into that world because truthfully, before the the uh, Loki TV show, the Loki fandom was very um, relaxed and happy and then then you got a love interest and things started to just head downhill, <laughs> truthfully. Mm-hmm. So I've sort of steered right away from it just to be able to keep out of the whole, um, yeah, the, just, yeah, the debate there about, you know, should Loki be asexual? Right. Should, you know, is he really, you know, all sexes? What is he, or she or they or what, you know? Right, like, right. So I've just, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy this fandom. I'm going to enjoy the movies, but that's about it for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't uh, touched Marvel in terms of fix before. I have mm-hmm. had a guest on who is um, uh, <laughs> Laura Natasha um, Clint Shipper, and mm-hmm. so that that was a fun conversation because yeah. I had a yeah I had never even considered those three as potential pairings just because like I never yeah. even saw clint or natasha as a pairing um but oh, okay yeah i i it just it it didn't click to me but like i get it I, like once i had the conversation i totally understood but um 
to me, I don't know. I never really shipped anyone with anyone in the MCU. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that, that was as close to like as a, a Marvel conversation as I've gotten in terms of fan fiction. But I'm pretty sure there's, I mean, there's probably some good ones out there. It, it, there's probably just as good writers over there as there are in Raylo. But yeah, I haven't haven't touched <laughs> touched it no um actually it was funny after the clint uh the clint tv show yeah um uh a few of my Raylo friends actually went over and started to read a bit of clint and natasha so um and that was quite interesting to hear what they had to say about that sort of fandom as well so yeah, most of them, funnily enough, are in Budapest because <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's definitely a fandom that is that is quite big. I don't think it's it's not Raylo big, and it's definitely not Supernatural or Harry Potter big, but it's big. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, not to change the subject in terms of like the Loki conversation because um, I really did enjoy the show and I I guess maybe because I'm not as attached to him as a character (laughs) I didn't quite uh, yeah I I didn't um, I I wasn't quite in the discourse of the the romance aspect of it Um, and I also don't really know much about him with the the, um, the yeah yeah so yeah. i'm i was a little removed from that yeah, the fandom sure. with that show which is how i think i was able to enjoy it but um with the season two coming out i'm seeing a lot more of the discourse kind of pop up again which mm. is going to be very interesting to to see from an outside perspective mm. you know how that works um but truthfully all i want to know at the moment is has zoran Tom had their baby yet. That's all I want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it'd probably be like Adam. Like, we'll never see it. Right, right, right. I mean, except for that one one paparazzi photo that someone got that people were really mad about, and, like, rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, like, it's, yeah, but, like, I love the TV show, but I have, I have read a lot of lore and a lot of comics and around, um, around Loki and the Neil Gainman book, um, Norse Norse Mythology, I think it was called or something. Oh, that was great. Neil, Neil Gaiman? Yeah. Okay, cool. I have that on my TBR. I was I Oh well definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll help that. you understand why people might be a bit grumpy about about it because it talks very much about some of Loki's more outgoing attributes maybe we should say (laughs) oh okay okay well i'm really excited and i do have like i i had the entire i have excuse me the entire run of um agent of asgard because someone told me it was really Mm. good um Mm. And I haven't started reading it yet. Um, I, I have all of the single issues ready to go. Um, and one of my favorite runs that is no longer in, pub- in publication here is um, the uh, Journey into Mystery that uh, came out. Like, I don't know how many years ago that was. But um, yeah. it's when we got, you know, Kid Loki for one of the earlier first times, I think. But um i love that run so much and i can't even find it <laughs> so like my my experience with him is just through that and then with the show so and obviously the mcu um but i i yeah. do like i like where they where they took him i think that 
we'll see what they do with him in terms of the next phase of movies, if they even bring him back into the movies. Um, no, maybe. I don't think they will. Yeah. That's my truthful thought. I just, I, just, I think he's done. Okay. okay. And that's okay, yeah. Yeah. You know, we really, that phase, whatever we're up to now, I can't remember. Um, the Kevin Feige show of whatever you were up to. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I think a lot of them are done. So I think, uh, yeah. I still haven't I seen mean, Love and Thunder yet, and so I'm curious to see what happens in that. I don't even know. I don't think Loki's in that, but no. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's funny, and I really enjoyed it. But it was it was a bit it was a bit same same. Okay. A bit like, oh, you know, like we got that all in um the other thor movie and now i feel like i've sort of i've i'm done with that bit mm. anyway mm. i don't know it was good it was still really good and god i love taika so so do i <laughs> um yeah i i'm excited to kind of watch it and just get on to the next one because you know with the mcu you kind of have to watch all of them yes. to watch yes, the next yeah. one, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that that's or at least yeah, <laughs> at least Google the post credit scenes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's true. Yeah, agreed. Um, so back to some of your Raylo reading. Um, yes. do you have do you have a favorite uh trope? Uh, not so much like we were talking about. Um, mm. you know. Uh, AUs, but do you have like a favorite trope that you like to reach for for those no, two? No, it's funny. I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I'm pretty open um, to any way they write, any way they write the characters. I'm a bit of a sucker for absolutely well outside canon, like uh, old Ray, younger Ben. I'm a bit of a mm-hmm. sucker for those, even though there's like four. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So, um, I'm a bit of a sucker for that, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't mind what it is. I, as long as I feel like they've written the characters how I sort of, I sort of read them. Do you know what I mean? Out of the movies, yeah. if you put, you know, Ben as some, I don't know, floppy sop. No, I'm not like that's not right. So he's tortured. That's the whole point, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. That's sort of, uh, yeah, I think that that's probably, yeah, I don't think I have one. Really. I'm just reading my little notes, but yes. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite um, type of Ben or Kylo that people write? Because, like, I, I like, I do like that people have distinguished Kylo is usually sort of the the mean one, um, yes. and Ben is like the the soft one. Um, yes. uh, but I do like when, uh, like Kylo, if I'm reading like a Kylo fic and it's that's who he is in the story, um, I like when he's a little bit more on the the meaner side, um, yes. for sure. <laughs> But like he can be sort of nice, but for the most part, he's just kind of mean. Um, and I do like a nerdy, a nerdy, uh, bumbly Ben Solo. Um, do yes. you have a, Do you have a favorite for those two? 
Um, like I said, no, not really. I don't have a big favorite for those two. I like a real, I like a strong ray. Okay. I like a ray that has obviously had to fend for herself and she's come out on top and she might have trauma or background or whatever, but you know, she's a strong, a strong woman. I really like that about the whole of Star Wars. Truthfully, mm-hmm. their women in Star Wars are pretty good. Like Leia, Ray, even Mon Mothma. Like you know, they're they're, they're strong women, so I like that. Um, whereas you know, sometimes in the MCU they're not so fantastic. But um, yeah, and then definitely Kylo and Ben. Um, but I also don't mind if Ben has Kylo characteristics, so I don't mind that. But sometimes if Kylo's too soppy, I'm like, this is crap, I'm out. So I think that's one thing that I have absolutely given myself grace to do. When you buy a book, you feel like you have to finish reading it, or I do. But now I have given myself grace to go, look, I'm just really not into this story. I'm going to tap out and I'm not Mm -hmm. going to finish it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, If you are... Okay, if you are logging into AO3 and you don't have, like, mm. anything waiting and you kind of want to find something new, what mm. are you uh, searching for? Like, what, do, you, do you use the search tool, by the way, or do you yes. just peruse the tags? Okay, okay. No, no, so I, I've never looked really at tags. I, <laughs> I have a very uncommon belief around tags. Yeah, I like them, and it's really good. Some of them I don't understand. Um, and then, but then I feel like there's no tags in real life. There's no right, tags right, in right. you buy. So I will peruse them very quickly before I go into a story and then I will make up my own mind as I go through it to whether I think that I'm happy with reading this book. Okay. So, yeah, so there you go. I never get into the debates about tags because there's always debates about tags on Twitter. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, um... So, but, yeah, Sorry, I, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I'm not much of a like. I definitely understand like the conversation around tags, but I mm-hmm. I don't read them either. I just kind of go in. <laughs> I read the summaries and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, I read the tags and I go, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, you know, I can cope with this. Right, move on. Sometimes there's stuff in there like main character dies, and I'm like, oh, rattled. Right, right, right. Thank you. Oh, like, you know, some some sort of random things or when it's like, you know, non-con to main characters, I'm like, wow, okay, I'm not sure. I'll have to have, have a bit of a think about this um, sort of stuff. But um, most of the times, yeah, tags, you know, like bless all those writers for using them, but, yeah, they don't, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't hold a lot to them, but anyway. Okay. Um, but the search tool, so I definitely search in fandoms. I definitely, and I use the fandom tool quite a lot in there. I, you know, it's great to be able to search um, completed, um, uh, date completed, uh, length is fantastic because sometimes I'm looking for something really long because I like, I read long stories. Like at the moment I'm reading a story that when I opened it up, my book, my Kindle said, right, this is a 24-hour read for you. And I'm like, shit, mm-hmm. right, that's a long book. Um, and I never forget opening one up and it said 52 hours. And I'm like, right, oh, <laughs> let's do this, you know. Um, so 
yeah, so I like the search function in AO3 and I do use it quite a lot. Uh, so if I had nothing on my waiting list and uh, I was, like, looking for something, I definitely use fandom, date finished, length, that sort of stuff to find something. And then I'm pretty open. I'll just sort of scroll and go, oh, yeah, or look at my authors, look at authors that I know I like and see if they've written anything and, yeah, go from there. Okay, okay. Um, with your uh, Twitter fix, um, do you like to participate in reading, like, the prompts? Like, right now, like you mentioned, we're in the Spirit Week, which I think is mm. year two of Spirit Week. Um, do you do you usually kind of wait until there's a prompt situation where, a, you know, a whole shit ton of fix will just come out at once or do you sort of peruse as people post them whenever they post them? Uh, so I've got lots of bookmarks in my Twitter. I use okay. that, that tool quite heavily for my um, Twitter fix. And so if I see something and so like a girlfriend of mine has just shared one with me today mm -hmm. um, that she suggested I get on board with that she thought was really good. And so um, this was actually written as part of Raylo Week this year. It's by an author that I know is really good with Twitter fix. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'll get on board and I'll just wait it out. And this particular author often writes, you know, 100 to 200 tweet fix on Twitter fix. So I'll know that, right, I'm in for the long haul here. That's fine. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you? Do you prefer longer fix over shorter ones if you're on I do. Okay. Yes, I do very I much so. I get so scared because I'm just like, how every time I see that number count go up, I'm like, how are you writing 63 chapters? <laughs> I know. So like one that I'm really, a whip that I'm really quite fan of, uh, uh, fond of at the moment, um, I, I message the author and go, so how many chapters do you think this will be? And she goes, okay, so my last one was at about 140 chapters. And I said, oh okay, so gosh. we're at chapter 53. Oh, my gosh. And so you think, yeah, she says, no, it'll this will go on forever. And I'm like, ah! yeah. But she, <laughs> and I'm like, because I don't read whips. And she's like, well, you know, so I'll see you next year. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's, oh. uh, I love it. I love that people are able to write that much. Um Oh, it's, it's, people do it. it's beautiful but i'm also just yes. like oh but so, yeah i think in that instance um i do wait until they're done because i yeah. i i would hate to get um so far in and then they just don't update it after like two years you know but uh i i do i i do like to wait until they're done but i do like to read i love a good microfic because i feel like uh where at the times in my days where i do read um mm. fan fiction it's nice to like mm. be able to sit down and and finish like a one chapter one shot or like a three three chapter situation because i read at work <laughs> on my lunch breaks okay. and i'm like ah like i just want something to digest really quick uh to get me so that's when i tend to read and look at twitter fix or prompts oh, and things like that okay. is at work at lunchtime i really i do not even take my kindle to work because mm. i wouldn't do any work yeah i would just read okay because, you know like these like, and that's what I like about a long story is it sucks you in. Like, it has so much build up. And especially if so, for someone like um, 
Aqua Wolf, where she like literally they're not going to have sex until the last chapter. <laughs> and you're talking like 30 to 40 chapters. There's such a significant build-up that you um that you know, like I love that. I love that. And even my girlfriend says to me, you know what? I love it. I love reading a whip because you know, by the time they've had sex the first time, I can just pop out and I'm done. You know, like it's that build-up yeah. that really gets us. So for those long fix. So I just, no, I'm not into one shots. There's not enough of that. There's not uh-huh. enough world building character. So I'm all about character change in stories. Mm-hmm. If the characters develop, change, grow, that sort of stuff, I love it. Love it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely understand that. Um, I think for me, like if there is a longer one, yeah, it's got to be like already almost done or yeah, like Mm. completely done. Uh, Except for there are a few that I read as it was being, as it was being published because I just like got sucked in from the jump Mm. and that's just how I am. But uh, Mm. (laughs) um, if I, if I know, well, okay. I And I ask around, like I ask around about authors and okay. so I've got some I've got some authors who are good friends of mine now. And I go, hey, does this particular person do they finish fix? Do they not finish fix? And from then on, I'll make the oh yeah, okay, maybe I'll read this whip. You know? Okay, so yeah, you have people like people uh, screen. You have screeners. <laughs> yes, I, I have I'm very the screener. good screeners. Yeah, I'm the screener for my friend. So like, I'll read the book <laughs> first, and I'll wait till it's done, and then I'm like, okay, here you go. You're gonna like this one, <laughs> otherwise she won't do it herself. And I'm yeah. like, this is fine. You're lucky that I I like to read, you know, Vic, and that most of the time it's for my podcast anyway. So like, mm. <laughs> I have a I have a options for her. Um, have you ever considered or given thought to writing uh, anything? No. No, not no. Okay. for any reason at all. Because so I grew up my with my mother, who was an exceptional linguist and sociologist, and my sister is a historian for one of the defense forces now. They're both very talented in that sort of area. And I am not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I was never never good like not not that I was never good enough for them mm-hmm. I was just they never expected it of me because okay. I was the one that was out riding horses and out on farms and doing all this weird shit that they couldn't understand and they were doing all that weird shit that I couldn't understand and so I've just it, it's never been something that's been required of me I guess and so I just okay. have no concept of how to even do it so I'm just like, nope, I'll leave that for the professionals. And, like, I get bugged all the time by, like, Red Rose White and Denzer and those people, you should write. That's a great premise. You should write that. And I'm like, no, like, I listen to you guys and how much you struggle with writing. I'm not going there. I'll just, yeah. you know, enjoy the fruits of your labour. See, I, I, yeah, I think I agree with you there. I, if, you, if someone were to tell me to like sit down and write a story, I don't think I could do it, but I could come up with prompts all day. And I think like maybe for me, uh, I view prompts as um, many like micro one shots where I can just be like, you know, X and X do this and this is the response. And I like put it out mm. into the world and then let them write the whole story, you know? Like, mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, I even struggle with with prompts. Like someone says, give me a word, and I'll give them a word like cabbage. And they're like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm right. sorry. Yeah, I wish I could. Sometimes I wish I could, but uh yeah, I yeah, no, you're right. Like see, that, that, seeing what that, they go through, yeah. <laughs> oh, like the angst and and creative blocks that those people go through. I'm like, nah, I got nah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. So yeah. I um I was hoping to sort of have a conversation with someone who's backtracking into the world of published work um, <laughs> because I I kind of want to get a first account of like what it's like to go from AO3 to having to modify your story to be put on shelves, you know, and, and what yeah. goes in what goes into that. And yeah. and a, and a lot of people that I have asked as writers like would they ever consider being published? Um, a lot of them say no. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So a great example of that is Kwam Kwam. She yeah. just has no interest in being published at all. Yeah. But writes the most amazing stories. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And I look at that and then I think about Denzer and she's trying to get into the world of publishing and, and she's great and, and um and then like I I, I pushed household household Raylo to push one of put one of hers in for that Lake Country Publishing to mm-hmm. see if they'd like it. But then others like Red Rose White, she just doesn't have the you know, just doesn't want to at the moment. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing how there's that sort of you know, either they do or they don't, or maybe they will or maybe they won't, you know, it's really interesting. Getting yeah. people's ideas around that. And I think a lot of it is about the rejection. Right. Like, you know, they just get rejected hundreds of times unless you're really lucky. And some of our writers have been really, really lucky to just or to get approached or, mm-hmm. or to straight off the bat get a publishing deal. But that's mm-hmm. pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Um. Are you at all on um do do you ever peruse TikTok and book talk at all? No. Okay. <laughs> Valid. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> my husband loves TikTok and it drives me listening to it drives me bat cat crazy. So I go bookstagram. I do a lot of bookstagram. I have my own okay. uh, Instagram account where I review books and fix and of course on my twitter i have a million wrecks on there and i only ever wreck things that i actually like okay regardless of if those people are my friends or not (laughs) and they hate it but i'm like yeah sorry that makes sense so yeah yeah. i find book talk as a um reader to be very interesting Mm. um the cycle of um you know what gets blown up and then you know popular and then you know the, it's just, it's just, it's such a fascinating world and um hearing about how some authors are being told that they have to push on TikTok otherwise like it's not going to be a successful book um mm. like that's our point of reference right now which is 
bizarre. Mm. And I've got uh, these books with stickers on them going TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. T- like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then like uh, I don't do I don't do bookstagram. I do booktube. So I have a lot of YouTubers mm. that I love to watch that talk about books. Um, yeah that that are that I get a lot of recommendations from but um book talk is an, an interesting one and I I was hoping to have a interesting conversation about like that whole world as a consumer of books and then it's and fanfic too which is like the fanfic community on TikTok is very interesting um yes <laughs> as a as a casual browser um yes. <laughs> I kind of I kind of love what's going on over there like there's a whole account dedicated to someone teaching the aspects of ABO and like <laughs> you've just got this whole it's very interesting. Um I love like the cosplayers. Like I love oh, yeah, on yeah, TikTok yeah. looking at cosplayers. Like I steal my husband's phone because I literally don't even have TikTok on my phone. Uh-huh. I steal my husband's phone and I look at TikTok and I go, Jesus Christ, these cosplayers, they've got something else going on there like wow so yeah no no no. there's some some great things but it's it's yeah so for example um denza has a uh, a tiktok account to to do exactly that to publicize her writing okay. and things like that so yeah i like i didn't i did not at all realize it was a thing yeah it's uh it's very interesting i do i do enjoy <laughs> it um i the the culture of fan fiction over there is phenomenal but um there you know the, with that comes the whole conversation that i'm seeing currently i don't know if you've um seen it at all about um how people are wanting ao3 to sort of be like tiktok where it's like you get a curated for you page of fix and um you know, <laughs> I don't know. Pay Ao3 then, like <laughs> right, like, right. <laughs> you get ads then, and that sort of crap that I do not want on Ao3. Yeah, yeah, so. and that's not something I don't think a lot of people realize is that when yeah. if if it were to go to that route, yes, there would be ads everywhere, and <laughs> yes, and that drives me crazy on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Is a stupid yeah. ad. Yeah, um, I. I don't really know in terms how deep the conversation goes, but I know that some people are like, you know, utilize tags more and filters mm. more, and that's how you can find, mm. you know, fix that you might want to read. Um, and some of the tags are hilarious. Some of the yes, tags. Yes, they're very funny. <laughs> so I helped, um, I was helping Red Rose White with some of her tags, and uh, she's got a particular fix. It's just glorious, and and um, and and there's some noting of bones in 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 the story <laughs> without giving it away too much. And um, I said, "You've got to have a tag in bones. I hate bones. Like, just, <laughs> like the tags are hilarious. Sometimes I look at tags and I go, right, I'm going to click on that just to see what else comes oh, up yeah. with that tag. Like, it's great." It's so funny. Um, I do love a sense of humor in tags. That's what I like. I agree. agree. And it is very funny when you find one where you're just like, huh? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's so great. Um, Red Rose put in that one as well. No animals were harmed in the making of this. Like, and it was just so funny. Like, it was just placed so well. Like, it was just great. Yeah. Um, So 
in wrapping up here, we'll go ahead and move to the um, the uh, notes section, essentially, which is just kind of where if you want to bring anything to the conversation, like if you want to talk about something specific that maybe we didn't really mm. talk about, the floor is open for you to kind of bring up something else to talk about if you'd like. No, no worries if not. I just like to give you guys the opportunity. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if you don't mind. So, um, so if one of my friends, household, household Raylo, mm-hmm. um, it was her birthday a while ago now, and she said on her Twitter account, she said, I just want everybody to go and read something from a different fandom. Ah. I went, so I, I wrote to her and I said, so what am I going to read? And she said, right, well, I want you to read this story, which was a, um, a Hermione uh, serious story from Harry Potter. Mm. And that got me, and it's called Debt, Debt, Debt of Time, uh, and that got me absolutely right into the Harry Potter fandom world. Had no idea whatsoever. And, I like, you know, we've got great writers in Raylo, but and they have great writers in Harry Potter. I cannot, like, if you want to read something outside the ordinary, you have to go there. But also I think where, and I, I guess it's also the the sort of style of topic that Raylo is as well, I don't find we do much humour in mm-hmm. Raylo. I have read all of them that people have said to me, this, this is funny, read it. And I've read it and gone, yeah, it's, yeah, it's humorous, but it's not laugh out loud funny. And I have read some absolutely laugh out loud <laughs> um, Harry Potter Dramiones in particular, like, oh, my goodness, love and other historical accidents or Draco Malfoy and the mortifying ordeal of falling in love. Hilarious. Like <laughs> laugh out loud, wet your pants, sort of so, so, so funny. And um, so I think that's something that I tend to bring up now is that I'm going, you know, with Raylo, I'm like, oh, I get the angst. I get all that and I love it, but I just, you know what, I need to laugh sometimes too. Yeah. So um, and that's sort of what I leave. uh, So like, yeah, so I have really sort of fallen into that Germione world as well. And at the moment I'm reading one called – uh, how to win friends and influence people another mm. just hilarious story so that's my recommendation to everybody out there as well is if you've you know if you want to read something that is funny or is that is you know a straight rom-com or is that is something different to what you're you're finding it is probably out there maybe in another fandom and mm-hmm. yeah give it a red hot go I say so yeah, that's yeah, and so like another one is the Good Omens um, fandom. That's another classic. But, yeah, um, yeah, I I like that. Um, I I usually do um, Saturday Support Club on Saturdays on Twitter, and mm. it's always my hope that someone <laughs> will recommend um fix you know outside of this the Raylo space but I know that because of what I read and the nature of my podcast has become the sort of unofficial Raylo podcast of sorts mm. um uh it's really hard to find fix outside of 
you know, Raylo or the adjacent ones, which currently are Stranger Things and um, uh, House of the Dragon, which I'm mm. seeing a lot of right now. Um, but that mm. that does that does give me the idea to potentially do a specific um, recommendation thread or or posts or something that highly encourages like, okay, give me something outside of the the fandom that you predominantly exist in, just to see if there's anything cool that kind of comes through because I do like that idea. Um, yeah. And but I have I think- a hard time reading outside of Raylo. So like if someone were to recommend me something that they really like outside of yeah. Raylo, I think I'd be more inclined to to read it as bad as that might sound, but <laughs> no, 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 that's that's but it, it was only that I had trust in household Raylo. Yeah. I had trust in Danny for her to like we Danny and I polo Malco polo each other three or four times a day. Um I think that is what I am grateful for about the Raylo mm. family is just the friends I've made. Right. Like just some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people. So, um, but yeah, and so it was only because like I trusted her and I trusted her recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I went, righto, this is really outside what I, I normally read. And she said, just have a go. And I read it and it was bloody awesome. Mm-hmm. And like I think that what people need to understand is, and is if they're reading Stranger Things or if they're reading um, House of the Dragon or, or whatever or Game of Thrones or whatever they know that there's great writers out there as well i think just just have a go reach out and and you know people are happy my dms are always open on twitter if they want some recommendations for dramani or harry potter like i don't put them on my twitter because people follow me specifically for my raylo and maybe mm. i should just start doing it i do it definitely on my um instagram okay but um yeah i think yeah, I'd be happy to recommend anything. And I mean, you always start with the 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 right thing to do and the wrong thing to do, mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm. series and that sort of stuff. But there's so much other stuff in all of our fandoms that are outside the norms, which are awesome. Because, I, and this is the <laughs> this is the funny thing, is that I've read the big Raylos, the big ones that everybody talks about, and I mm-hmm. haven't ever wrecked them on because. I don't particularly like them. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to have that that real pure character development. And mm-hmm. I think for some of the bigger Raylos that people talk about, and I, like Denza said to me, I read one that she's like, well, this is the best fic ever. Like I, I've read this like five times. Mm-hmm. And I read it and I went, eh. And she's like, you are dead to me. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> I didn't want to tell me. I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, but she did. But like because that's very much Denza. But um. Yeah, I think, yeah, there are so many good fics out there. Like we've got 26,000 of them, which we couldn't mm-hmm. read in our own lifetimes. We're so lucky. But there's lots right. of other ones out there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, know your squeaks, know your triggers and just work through everything that you can find, I say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, you kind of touched already on like normally the closing things here, but um, if there's anything specific, let's do that. But um, usually I like to do a kudos section where we shout out um, like yeah, a, sure. a reader or I'm sorry, another author or if there's someone that you think deserves a little spotlight and then I'll put their links below. Um, sure. And then also like what what's one good thing about the fanfic community that you that you like and why? 
So the one good thing about the fanfic family is, well, A, we get all these beautiful books for free. But Mm -hmm. B, it's the friendships I've made. Like I said, like, you know, I would say that Red Rose White, Denza and Household Raylo are my best friends. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I live in the middle of nowhere. I don't... (laughs) I don't see my friends like once a year. So what's the difference between them being five hours up the road versus over in Canada, the US or Ireland? There's no difference now Mm -hmm. because we're blessed with this technology. So I think that is what I am so thankful for is the friendships that I have gotten from everything. So, (sighs) yes, (laughs) (laughs) sentimental that does. Yeah. Okay, so I have a big shout-out. Yeah, yeah, go for it. There is a particular fic, which is my favourite fic of all times, all times. It is by um, Queen Vixen. She is a girl from Melbourne or a lady from Melbourne, Um, and her story that I will never, ever, ever forget in all my time is called Are You Satisfied?, it has about a thousand kudos. Like people know about it, but it is the fic that I would get bound if <laughs> if I could ever get a commission spot. Yeah, is that it the is... one where he's uh he sends out the card at the uh, no? Oh no, sorry, I think there's something else. No, so this one um, is. Ray actually pays someone, or not pays someone, has a mutual relationship with someone to have sexual encounters with. Um, And then she starts, like, but she's actually accidentally, she she realises she actually works with him as well. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I just, I just love it. Like, it's very much that, you've got male style thing and it all falls apart and it's just beautiful. And, and um, she doesn't write much Queen Vixen, but I really like, yeah, she's a lovely person, but that fic is just one of my all time, all time favorites. So um, I think I've read that one. I just, I just pulled it up. That does sound really familiar. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, (laughs) yeah that is going to be linked down below for anyone listening that might want to read it do and everybody read it it's a beautiful story (laughs) uh and then i think um my uh, my author shout outs have to go to denza um god like her unbroken oh my god it makes me want to cry now and then household raylo her recollections is fantastic i mean qualm qualm anything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's written uh like Red Rose White or Hut Slayer, however you want to call it. Oh, mm-hmm, Sweetness. Mm-hmm. One of the first canon non-fixits I read and I still love it. And then Aqua Wolf Girl. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> All of those I have read from, yes. <laughs> Aqua Wolf Girl, I think I love her whip at the moment, one above all. Mm. Uh, but Euros, Eros, however you want to pronounce it, we were in Australia, we would pronounce it Euros. Um, that one, as long as you, you know, don't mind a bit of a love triangle, is, well, is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all, like, there's so many, like, I did some homework, like I was telling you, and I'm just looking <laughs> through them going, 
Oh yeah, that was really good too. And that oh yeah, that oh yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, it's hard to pick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my really one hard and to pick. only my one and only whip at the moment is called Bijou, which is by Onyx at Chiron. And okay. that is the one that's going to be like 200 chapters and then she's at like chapter 50 or something. Okay. So it um, has been <laughs> lovely to chat to you about this. I don't get to talk about this stuff oh, enough. No. Yeah. Well, like anytime you want to come on, just let me know. Um, I <laughs> I do have plans to start um, fishing around for people who might want to be on roundtables um, so that I can have like multiple guests on and we kind of talk about a, a topic or something like that. Um, I have one coming up in October for Ginger Rose um, authors. So that's going to be really fun to kind of talk about, but um, yeah, I have a, I got, I finally got a little group together and we're going to talk about it um, after uh, an episode comes out with one of them and then we'll have a round table. But, um, but yeah, like I I would love to have more, more of those because I think um, people could benefit from hearing from different voices, you know, on, on a certain subject uh whatever that subject may be but um i like if you want to come back on feel free to (laughs) (laughs) i'll see you next week (laughs) (laughs) feel free Um, to drop your name down again yeah and i think that the great thing so i have a little you know conversation going with say red rose white and and denzer and and the best part is about we have an australian a canadian and an irish girl it's like you know this canadian australian and irish all walk into the pub like it's a bad <laughs> it's a bad joke but we all bring these really different points of views just because of how we've grown up and our backgrounds and all that sort of stuff and i tend to be quite pragmatic and try quite vocal and 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 try quite um like I might wear my emotions on my sleeve which is very australian you know so it's it's very fun to do those sorts of things because um, everybody has a very, very different point of view. And that's what I love about having international friends as well mm-hmm. is, is seeing that from a different way. And also when you're ready to do a Dramione or a Harry Potter. Yes, um, actually. <laughs> call me and because, we will talk. <laughs> yeah, I um, I have no uh, history with uh, Harry Potter in terms of fan fiction. And oh, I know God. that um, the I, I call it the the Raylo pipeline where it was like you know Jemaine, uh Raylo, uh, what's the um, what's the one that Dark Lena? You know, there, there's like yeah, that. Yeah. There's like that train yeah. of like Stranger you know, Things. Yeah, 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 and yeah. and now House of Dragons. So like yeah. I I'm only familiar with Harry Potter fan fiction from another podcast that I used to listen to that would read fan fiction uh as an episode and kind of talk about it and that one was uh you know they they picked some of the best stories and i and i had listened to a a germany no a a harry and draco one they had and then (laughs) a snape and hermione one that they read i'm not into that one yeah it was it was really fascinating because this was pre me like reading fan fiction heavily and i was like 
oh, like this is kind of dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these are what, 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 what's going on? Um, so, so I haven't read any either, and so I'm so curious oh, about God. Harry Potter fan fiction. And Germany's like a big one, but I just like don't know where to start with it because it's so it's massive. There's so well. much. <laughs> <laughs> Send me, send me anything oh God, you have. I will, I will take <laughs> it. But, but I would love to talk to some people who read Harry Potter fan fiction. So, yep. um, if anyone's listening and you want to be on a roundtable with that, please reach out because I'd love to actually have that conversation. Um, you know, because that's one of the things where I grew up with Harry Potter, so that's like a childhood fandom. And so, like mm. hearing, like maybe, and maybe that's what it is too. Where it's Does like, it give it's you those squeaks though. Not really. Okay. Not really. But I think that's. Yeah, I think that might be where my brain might be stuck. Where it's like I've been in this since I was like nine. (laughs) Yeah, see, I was sixteen, sixteen or seventeen when I read my first Harry Potter. Yeah. So I was already sort of like, ooh, okay. Yeah, there's like, uh, well, no, I was in middle school when the first movie came out. So, like, I have a newspaper cutout of me and my class at the at a screening of Harry Potter. So, like, so like maybe that's where it comes from. But I'm so yeah. curious because I, I, I don't ship any of the characters, but I obviously have crushes. Like, I've always had a crush on Draco. I don't like that's oh, just <laughs> um, best some of the best character development in that franchise, and I will not argue about it. So, like, anyway, um, yes, I agree. <laughs> like character development, yeah, yeah. Let's go. yeah. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, yeah. I'm funny. really curious about the ships. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my god, like, so. A couple of years ago, so my son's only, so I've decided he was only old enough to watch Star Wars from a sort of a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And sitting with him while he watched, we worked our way from one, two, three. And when he found out that Darth Vader was Luke's father, like he was just, he turned to me and goes, Oh my God, like, really, mum? And I'm like, Yes, babe. And that's how I feel about. Mm-hmm. Because we never got that opportunity, you know, since from when we were born, we almost knew that, you know, Darth Vader was Luke's dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But he'd somehow been cloistered away and never heard of that. And then so I feel the same way about people reading some fix for the first time. Do you know what I mean? If only I could go back and read it again. Mm-hmm. and not have read it before. Can you wipe my brain and just go, I just <laughs> want to read this from blank again. And, um, yeah, and I find that with with some Raylos, but some Dramani's are just the character development. Oh, my God. So, like, uh, I think the, the Raylo that I find has really good character development that um, I quite like reading is Nick's comics. Um, Nikki, she's, yeah. Uh, yeah, some of her in the redemption of Kylo Ren. That character mm-hmm. development is fabulous. Anyway, I better let you go and have your dinner. We could talk <laughs> all day, every day for the next month. And not get <laughs> well, okay. So, um, where uh, can people find you online? Sure. So, on both uh, Twitter and on uh, Instagram, I'm Loki underscore Oki underscore Doki. Loki Oki Doki. Um, and you can find me there. I have lots and lots of FICREX 
Uh, but also on my Instagram, I've sort of made it into a bit of a bookstagram. So I do also printed. So I've done, say, one for Love Hypothesis and the Spanish Love Deception and a few others like that. So, yeah, you can get in there. My DMs are always open if you're looking for a Germani wreck. Yeah. Come and see me. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so thank you. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, no, I loved I, I love talking to fellow fellow readers because it's always just like a good time. Um, so for <laughs> me, guys, you can find me on Twitter at BNB underscore pod, Instagram bookmarked and busy pod, TikTok bookmarked and busy pod. Um, I do Saturday Support Club on Twitter as well as every once in a while I'll do a one tweet fic prompt just to kind of have you guys write some fun little things for the day. But yeah, um, and if you want to be a guest, please uh, head to the pinned tweet on my Twitter and fill out the form and I'll get it to you when I get to you. <laughs> my queue is very long <laughs> at the moment. so uh, But I'm always excited to see that other people want to be on. So feel free to fill that out. Um, and next week's guest... I have it. I super duper have it this time. Um, <laughs> as I tried to pull up, I didn't have it. Uh, <laughs> it's um, Marauder. Uh, so I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know who that is. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Um, yeah, so they will be on next week. So if you want to hear a fun conversation between us, that is another person whose fix I have read a lot of. Um feel free to tune in for that discussion. Uh, And I will see you guys next week. Uh, Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks.